feelings. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. You're not going to sing for us today, are you, Jeff? No, Tony, but I got your attention. We are going to talk about feelings and finances today. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello and welcome back to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. Appreciate you joining us here today. And we have our lovely co-host, Mr. Tony Shore here with us as always. How are you feeling today, Tony? I'm feeling great. As long as you don't try to sing for us again on the show, I'll be just fine, Jeff. Stay tuned. You never know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm doing great. How are you doing? You, you've been busy, haven't you? Good. Yeah, we're doing very good. Our our uh, daughter is now almost six weeks old, so that's been keeping us uh, occupied in addition oh, to wow. our, our son already. But How, how uh, old is Jax? He's four and a half. So Lexington is how many? About five weeks. Five weeks? Yes. And four and a half? And you're you're still standing. I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your eyes are fully open and you're awake. You must have had your 40 or 50 cups of coffee today. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, congratulations once again to you and Nikki on, on your latest edition, a cute little Lexington. Thank you. Thank you. So what are we talking about today? Well, when it when it comes to you and your money, folks, uh, a lot of the topics we cover on this show are very fact-driven. Some might argue boring. I would disagree. No, 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 no one here, but we discussed retirement vehicles and performance and safer investments and at risk money and just a few examples there. But today we're going to change things up a bit and discuss feelings as, as they relate to finances. And we'll oh. tackle this by talking about financial well-being and ways to help achieve just that. Okay. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. But what do you mean when you say financial well-being, you throw these phrases out there. Uh, it isn't financial well-being just having a lot of money. Is that what you mean? No, not necessarily. And oftentimes uh, people confuse having wealth and having financial security. But let me explain how they're different. You could measure the wealth of your coworkers, your friends, your family, you know, your neighbors uh, by reviewing the accumulation of money or positions that they have and comparing it with your own. Financial well-being is different. It's being financially secure is being confident that you have enough resources to cover your financial needs, and that is unique to everyone. So we'll take a minute to break down a bit further and examine the, some of the characteristics of someone who's financially stable and comfortable with where they're at. Uh, for one, Tony, they have control over their expenses, their daily, the monthly, even their annual expenses. And they typically have a budget that they refer to, um, and a lot of their financial life is planned out and allocated to different things, even uh, before the expense might arrive. You may have heard the the term sinking fund. You know, you need to buy a, a car, for example, down the road, start yep. to save money now so you don't have to have a loan at some point, but they're also able to meet and overcome a financial shock that might land in their lap because of thinking ahead. So Jeff, what would be an example of financial shock? What do you mean by that? 
Well, it might be a drop in the market. We've experienced that several times here recently or an unforeseen medical emergency or something breaks around the house that's major. People who are secure in their financial well-being don't let those unexpected situations throw them completely off track. And another characteristic is they're typically on track to meet their financial goals. So maybe they're saving for a down payment on a house or squirreling away for retirement, but they've planned their work and they're now working their plan. And finally, Tony, those with financial well-being often possess a certain amount of financial freedom that allows them to make decisions to help them enjoy life. So a, a vacation, splurging on something on occasion because they've had a lot of diligence and uh, kept expenses under control along the way. So they can make choices to spend their money how they want to, not always how they have to. Right. And obviously, making choices because you want something is always better than because you have to do something. Is there a trick to getting that level of financial well-being? Well, Tony, even though there are some common characteristics, we at Paladin Financial realize this isn't a a one-size-fits-all model. And in order to get to a place of financial well-being, you might have to think about what you envision for your life and how you want to live and choices you need to make now in order to land where you want in the future. And for some people, it's natural to measure their financial well-being. But if you don't fall into that category, it it might be useful to get into the habit of what we call taking your financial emotional temperature. Interesting. And if if only you listeners could see Jeff while we record the show and some of the positions uh, that he takes and some of the actions and movements, uh, it's a serious topic. But if you hear me chuckle once in a while, it's just because well, he's talking, Jeff is doing stretching, and we like to combine yoga and podcast. It's yoga podcasting. Yoga cast. Yoga cast. Hey, we've come up. See? I think we're on to something. All right. We're either on to something or on something, but seriously, obviously, this is important, and it sounds like um, taking your financial emotional temperature. You said that. What do you mean by that? When's a good time to do that? Well, for our clients, we do this as part of our ongoing reviews, whether that's quarterly, semi-annually, or annually, depending on the person's situation. Another good time to think about it is tax season. You're meeting with your CPA or you're sitting down in front of your computer doing your taxes yourself. So stop, reflect at least once a year or so and analyze how you feel about your financial situation. And as you get closer to retirement, there's a, a, a lot of more moving parts around that period of time. It's important, I think, to take stock more frequently right before and right after retirement as well. So if you need help starting this exercise, uh, some things to ask yourself are over the last few months, how often did I feel joy, peace, satisfaction, pride, whatever it might be, something positive as it relates to my fin- financial situation. And on the other hand, how many times in the last few months did I feel negative emotions? So stress, how many arguments did you get into with your significant other or spouse? Or how many times did you feel helpless about your finances? So being aware of where you're at uh, is a good indicator. Are you on track or not? Well, yeah. And finances can cause stress, especially with couples. And we've talked about that on past shows, but those are some important questions people need to ask themselves. Absolutely, Tony. And once you have the answers to those types of questions, you're one step closer to finding that financial well-being, which again is not a number. It's everyone's situation is different. It depends. Sure. Now, Jeff, uh, if people want to know more or take that financial temperature, 
their financial emotional temperature, see where they're at with their finances. How do they get a hold of you? How do they do that? Yeah, folks, give us a call. Our phone number is 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. And if you're listening to this on our website, you can also tune in on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, check out past episodes, subscribe to our podcast and and uh, learn more about how we might be able to help you out. But again, give us a call 877-219-3199. All right. That sounds great. And as a reminder, listeners, this is Paladin Financial Talk, and I'm here with our host, Jeff Foley. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we've been talking about the connection between feelings and finance, and I really enjoyed our discussion so far. There's a lot here to absorb, Jeff. As a reminder, they can also listen to these episodes on financialpaladin.com. Correct. If they go to the show page. And uh, if there's something you want to hear again, didn't catch, you want to look for other topics, I think that's a good idea. Now, to keep moving on, where do you think negative feelings about finances come from for most people? Yeah, first, before we uh, go into that, I just, we mentioned iTunes there a moment ago. I just heard on the news yesterday, um, iTunes, uh, Apple announced that they're doing away with iTunes sometime, I think, within the next year. I don't know if you've heard anything about yep, that. Yeah, they are. Uh, it's still They're still going to have all of the things, just as separate apps. Separate apps, yeah. Yeah, instead of the iTunes application, it's going to be a music app. Uh, there's uh, iTunes Music will still be available, and that is still where you'll find the podcast. But uh, they, Apple also has a separate podcast app. Yeah, that you'll be yep. able to get the podcast on. So when that changes, we will update the link. You heard it here second, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that actually just was announced. So, right. yep. <laughs> so going back, where do we think negative feelings about finances come for most people? I, I think a lot of the core, a lot of people's unhappiness when it comes to money and their finances, a lot of it centers around with keeping up with the Joneses. And we know we shouldn't do that, but Everyone's been guilty a time or two um, or more uh, throughout their life yeah, and, yeah. and doing that. So consider how often you compare yourself to others. More importantly, think about who you're comparing yourself to. So whether, again, friends, family, coworkers, whoever it might be, uh, how often are those comparisons negative? You know, how, how often do you think, gosh, how can they do that? They're able to do trips and this and that and the other. Well, you don't know their full financial situation. And it's commonly said that comparison is a thief of joy. And I think that applies to finances as well. Well, I don't want anyone stealing my joy, Jeff. No, no. That's nope. right, Tony. Don't do it. Uh, another point to consider is who you look up to regarding your finances. Is there someone that you admire on how they balance their work and, and uh, family life and how they manage their stress and something you might want to consider when it comes to achieving financial well-being is to choose a role model that shares your values and who makes wise financial choices. So making the decision to think through your financial life and what a comfortable financial well-being means to you, that, that can be overwhelming. So work with a trusted financial professional who can help you in creating a financial plan that's customized for your situation. And we do that for all of our clients. So I think that's very important. Well, it definitely is. So uh, what else does a person like yourself, a financial professional, a financial advisor, consider when you're looking at someone's financial well-being? Yeah, when it comes to financial well-being, we want to spend some time talking about why it's important in the first place. And as far as life stresses go, finances are often at the top of that list. 
So stress is a normal part of life. You can't avoid it completely, but it can have ramifications if it's unhealthy. So earlier in this episode, Tony, we mentioned that financial well-being was the ability to make decisions that allow you to enjoy life more. So of course it makes sense that being secure in your finances can contribute to your emotional well-being as well. Well, I bet that feeling insecure with your finances, with your money can probably have the opposite effect. Yeah, we've we've all been there. You've had situations in life where you don't feel like you're on track, you don't have a good sense of well-being and that can uh, th- that can create fear and anxiety and a, a lot of a lot of negative issues along with that. Sure. So another consideration is relationships with family and friends. Uh, many people would probably agree that these relationships are more important than their finances, but at one point or another, we've all let our finances affect our closest relationships. Uh, and I'm sure that's true for most of us. I mean, obviously, finances can cause division. Uh, we know that it's the number one cause of stress amongst couples. Uh, but even if it's something as simple as trying to pick up the check for dinner among friends, that can be get a little testy sometimes, can it? It is. It is. And emotional distress that causes a lot of poor financial decisions. And I, I can't tell you how many clients we've met with over the years where they have kids, for example, that they're helping out with this and that, and they have four kids and it adds up and soon they don't have what they should have in retirement because they've given it all away. They get into late retirement. If they haven't resolved that, there's no money there for them and their kids are going to have to take care of them. And are they going to or not? So yeah, we see that happen a lot, don't we? Yeah. So there can be some tough family conversations there, some tough choices, but uh, if you want to make sure you have a secure retirement, sometimes you have to do that. Yeah, that's true. And, and all this ties in with emotional investing, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. It does. So in fact, our next segment, we're going to look at some ways to avoid making emotional investments uh, using an article from thebalance.com entitled How to Avoid Making Emotional Investments. All right. That sounds like a great plan. Now, I know you usually have a special offer for our listeners or some information on how they can get a hold of you. Yes. Give us a call at 877-219-3199 and come in for a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan and make sure that you have financial well-being and, and face some of the things that you need to face with your retirement plan and find out, are you on track? What do you need to change? There's no time better than the present. So pick up the phone and give us a call, 877-219-3199. So this has been a great discussion so far on feelings and finances. And you mentioned we're going to dive into an examination of emotional investing uh, using an article from thebalance.com. What are some ways that article recommends we avoid making emotional investments? So there are four things we'll talk about. And the first is to put your investment plan in writing. And I can tell you, I've talked about this a number of times on our show, is almost everyone that comes in for our complimentary second opinion does not have a written retirement plan and not necessarily their fault. That just no one's helped them to do that up to this point. But if you think back to the most important things in your life, um, you know, taking a job, uh, being let go from a job, um, going to your doctor, important things like that are, are documented, they're laid out, they're well thought through. So the same should apply to your retirement plan and your investments. And that's a, a good first step is have a pl- plan written ahead of time can help you to walk through and deal with market ups and downs and, and your emotions that might come into play. Right. So 
having a written plan is like having a fire drill or a tornado drill. So if something major occurs, you've already figured out what you're going to do. Exactly right. Yep. And that'll be impacted by things that, that come up in, in uh, the markets and the economy and so forth, which ties in with the second suggestion is know some market history. So you know what to expect. We're in a bull market right now, but we've had more volatility here recently and the market dips down. What do you do about that? Well, if you have your plan, which was the first step, if you have your written plan um, and that is still on track and nothing's changed with your goals and your timeline and so forth, you shouldn't need to make a, a change to your investment portfolio. So um, make sure that you're thinking about the big picture there. Another one is don't check your portfolio too often. You can... <laughs> You can't live and die with every market movement. So checking yeah, that every day. If I seem day. distracted, I've got the ticker, stock ticker yeah. in front of me. <laughs> no. uh, so remember, you've got a long-term horizon. So focus on that end goal and don't try to check it uh, too frequently. It'll cause you more emotional distress. Right. Obviously, you don't want to check it every hour or maybe you probably not even every day. But is there a way to monitor your finances, your portfolio without checking it each day? There is. For our clients, we have a, a tool uh, through our secure client portal called the Generational Vault. Helps you to monitor your financial picture in one place and see every day, how are my things doing? So you can see account by account, here's what things are, are worth and helps you to give an idea of your net worth and, and your income and so forth. So Again, you can't protect yourself from every market up and down and interest rate changes, but if you have a good plan and you've thought that out, it doesn't have to be a game changer for you. Right. So uh, obviously there are attitudes and biases out there uh, regarding some of these things. Uh, remind us of what some of those are and, and how we can deal with those. Uh, one classic is a, a tendency for people to react much more strongly to negative news than to positive news. Oh. In the same sense, we also tend to put too much focus on what is happening in recent events instead of looking at, as we talked about earlier, the bigger picture and long-term horizon. So regardless of the state of economy, the economy, it might be smart to think of long-term and how this current period fits into your overall financial plan and not just become overwhelmed with the current state of things, whatever those might be. Well, and this is a great, great discussion. I mean, it's very illuminating to kind of dig into why we have certain feelings about our finances and how uh, we should watch out because we don't want those feelings to control our finances. Absolutely. Yes. And that starts with having a plan and that starts with giving us a call and come in for a, a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan. And we'll give you an idea. Here's the health of your wealth. Are you on track? And and give you a measure of your, your financial well-being. So again, right. it's, it's not a, a specific dollar amount that you need. It's based on your situation. All right. Yeah, that sounds great. And our time is just about up for today's show. Jeff, why don't you let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you? Our phone number is 877-219-3199. And you can visit us online at financialpaladin.com. And appreciate you joining us here this week. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com.
Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.